Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. All right, so today we are doing a special edition of 5-Minute Film Finder to celebrate the month of February. Speaking of specifically Black History Month, I'm joined today by London and Ben in a roundtable fashion. How are you gentlemen doing today? I'm fantastic. I'm doing well. Good. I'm, I I like these episodes that we can all kind of sit in and do. It's different from the normal formula. Um, hopefully it's not too jarring for you listeners, but we always appreciate you guys checking out our content. This episode, admittedly, is going to be taken in a different direction. Um, we are going to be doing less of a deep dive into narrative and more talking about uh, black voices and, and uh, film collections that we have here at Pioneer, you can check out with your card. Um, ben made a great joke that I terribly just butchered earlier about checking out the movie and checking out the film itself from the library. So take that what you will. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Yeah, from your library. Uh, but yeah, so we, when when coming up with this idea, we wanted to approach it from the right angle and approach it from the right way. And so we thought it'd be best to just go through what we have here, uh, make sure we have enough copies for people that can check it out to where if so- one person checks it out, you're not missing out on something we have. But also appreciating black voices, that could be black actors and actresses, that could be filmmakers, documentary, documentarians, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, just go one by one. Uh, we're going to go pass around and talk about some films that we feel are important to uh, celebrate the month of February and Black History Month. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off, if that sounds good to you gentlemen. Please. Go ahead. Great. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this is something that is a... It, it, it's not a cop-out, I promise, because it's because it's Disney and popular, but I wanted to talk about Princess and the Frog. It's your favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, you both have seen it, correct? Yes. Yes. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, I absolutely... So I have a disney playlist song uh songs that i have on my spotify and this is taking up at least a third of it i love the music from this movie um i love the acting the i don't know it's great i think this is a very very good movie to especially with disney trying to shy away from their typical princess representation Mm -hmm. yeah um so what are you like is there anything that stands out in particular princess and the frog to you guys I have a side note. I'm excited. Oh. They are retheming Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog. I was going to mention, yeah, 100%. I think that's very interesting. Uh, I'm interested to write it. I, have you seen the concept art for it? I haven't. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah, I think that's very interesting, and I think that's I think that's a good move overall. Um, I know some people are bummed about the the old ride, but yeah, I think this film does a lot of does a lot of good. Um, I think it's it's just it's we we were speaking before this show, and we were talking about how there's relatively low stakes. You know, it's it's really it's just it's a movie about family and the definition of family and just happiness and going through trials together and coming out on the other side. Um, so I wanted to start it off with saying that I think Princess and the Frog is a very appropriate and important movie for this month. All right, so let's move on. We're going to move to our next in the round table is Mr. Benjamin. Benjamin, what do you have for us? Ooh, okay, so let's see. First one I want to talk about is the incomparable Black Panther Ooh. from 2018. Um, Can't go wrong with a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest Marvel movies, one of the biggest movies of all time. Um and just an incredible feat of representation. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, Ryan Coogler, I think, did something very special in the the way that he designed the whole world of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And 
the the casting and the choices he made uh like even down to like having uh all of the characters wear their hair naturally just because mm-hmm. they wanted to imagine a world where uh black people had grown up without any white influence on how they look and and feel beautiful in their in their own natural beauty um and just an incredible like action superhero movie on top of that like to accomplish those two things simultaneously i think is uh incredible feat no matter how you slice it well and you bring up a good point too i i think this is i mean a cultural icon i mean this is something that i think is is truly hard to match you know at least in in the the period of film of you know film being roughly you know 110 120 years old like there, there's really not much that you can do to match this there's been nothing like this yeah um, and I think it's great. I, I mean, it's it received such a big push, even to like heading into the Oscars, um, and of course, you know, Chadwick Boseman being uh, just a superhero in real life mm-hmm. to, yeah. to many as well. Um, and him, him alone, like all of his portrayals that he's done over the years, like Thurgood Marshall and Marshall, and he also was James Brown, um, Jackie Robinson in Forty Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's portrayed so many important characters and done such great justice to those characters. Yeah, he's great. And also, um, I'm, I'm sad that we don't have a copy of it in the library, but streaming, uh, two, two streaming on Netflix, uh, Defy Bloods, which is a Spike Lee film. It was one of his last films. And then is it Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Is that what it's called? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, both in those films. And I think that actually was his last film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but both are fantastic Um it's such an untimely death because he is just so excellent in Black Panther as well. Um, great choice, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can I go next? You can go next. Uh, that's got. excellent. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm going to go out in the other corner here. Um, have you seen Tangerine? I have not seen Tangerine. Ben? I have not. Oh, I love Tangerine. <laughs> so um, It's on the list now. This is, this is from 2015. I think this is a really great and interesting movie. Um, we're following a couple of trans women of color mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. They are sex workers. Um, you're kind of just kind of following their daily goings on, and there's some drama and things. It's a very interesting, colorful movie. You're kind of seeing this slice of life that you're probably not going to see otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we do have this on Hoopla and Canopy, and you know there's adult content in this, but really sure. interesting movie. This was also shot on iPhones. They shot this on three iPhones. It looks like a good polished movie. Yeah, like the entirety, right? Like yeah, it, every- yeah, it's all on iPhones. Wow, it looks great. That's great. So, and it's uh, sh- as a Sean Baker, I think. Sean Baker directed this. Gotcha. Um, you know, you have great characters like Cinderella. You know, S I N Cinderella. You know, <laughs> sure. is our main character. Just, it's really interesting. Um, fun movie. And and I'm familiar with some of his other movies. So he does a big thing where he's just he's very co- character focused. Yes, and just kind of follows them in every moment of their day. Um, I definitely want to check it out. I've been meaning to check out Tangerine. It's one of those movies when you talk about a favorite Christmas movie and people argue, (laughs) is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Well, this is a new one. You can say, is Tangerine a Christmas movie? And I I say it is, and I like it. Great choice. All right, I will go next. I have the classic Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I love love this movie. (laughs) I I love this movie. Uh, This is fantastic. Um, I think it's a very good problem to have that you probably can't find too many people who haven't seen this movie. You know, this is kind of everywhere. Um, We have plenty of copies here. It's streaming here and there. Um, But I am just, I was over the moon when I saw this movie in theaters. 
Um, I think it does. I think it does a lot of great things. It does. It, it does a fantastic job for representation, but it also does a great job for even the film industry as well, as far as pushing animation in different directions, choosing what different protagonists look like. Like it's it's great. I can't think of a better movie for kids to see. Man. Um, yeah. And for adults too. And the soundtrack is just great. <laughs> it's just a fun movie. Yeah, it's just a it's, fun movie. It's it's a fully realized idea, which I feel like is rarer than you think even in great movies like it just it hits every box and like everything feels like it was very intentional Mm -hmm. yes yes you i think you hit the nail right on the head like it's just a perfectly crafted they i feel like they understood their content the directors and the writers they understood their content they understood their target audience and they also understood where you know i hate when this is kind of a side note but like when superhero films something comes out and you feel like it just missed its mark by about a year like it was going to be a good idea at the time but then fashion might have moved on or trends might have moved on but i think it was a little ahead of its time as far as kind of the this even something down to the color scheme and the music choices and everything it just really appealed to the teen audience and young adult audience at that time and i think it did great and i think it'll go down as one of the best animated films of all time i hope to see more Yes, and, and they're making it, a sequel. It won, won okay. the Oscar for that year for yeah. animated yeah. film, right? For animated, yeah. yeah. So that that is my choice uh, for something for Black History Month. Ben, what do you have? Very solid. So next, let's see. I will talk about Black Klansman. Oh yes, yeah. Spike Lee, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, is this the first Spike Lee we've talked about? This is yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> so yeah, Black Klansman. It's a, an incredible true story. Uh, about a uh, black detective in Colorado who goes undercover to infiltrate the Klan. Mm. And somehow is like kind of a f- like fun, lighthearted movie for parts of it, but also gets serious due to the uh, subject matter. Sure. Um, Spike Lee does that. Spike, Spike Lee's very good <laughs> at like hard pivots in tone. Yeah. Uh, that don't feel like, well, sometimes they feel... Uh, Jarring, but I think that's on purpose. Sure. Um, but a really interesting movie. I really enjoy John David Washington in the lead role. Mm. Um, he's Denzel's son, right? He is Denzel's son. Okay, yeah. And also you might know him from the recent movie, Tenet. Uh, he he walks a line of like comedy and seriousness in this movie that I think was very tricky. Um, have you guys both seen this movie? I have. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it? I thought it was great, and you would never think this w- is something that really happened. Yeah, yeah. But it sure did. Well, yeah. and so it was interesting because I remember the story kind of becoming popular, and then they made it into a movie. And so, and I was familiar with the story before they made it into a movie, and so I was kind of like, uh, you know, I hope it's good, but how are they going to make this, you know, more than? And I think they did a fantastic job. Like, I think they completely hit it out of the park as far as actually making just great performances. This was actually Spike Lee's first Oscar he ever won. Hmm. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And he got like a standing ovation at the Oscars because it was long overdue. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's it's something that really, again, kind of going back to something we just talked about, a fully realized idea. Um, and also too, we can't talk about Spike Lee. Unfortunately, we don't have more, a lot of copies of it, but we can't talk about Spike Lee without talking about Do the Right Thing. Have either of you seen Do the Right Thing? Yes. It's been years. It is a very, very important film, um, something that you should watch even outside of Black History Month. This is something that opened up avenues for so many people in the film industry. Um, it is a film. Um, it's really, I would say, narrative-wise, it's not about much, but it's more just about 
the experience of watching it. I won't say any more than that. It's only for adult audiences, but Spike Lee is one of the true masters of film. So I kind of hijacked you there, Ben. Oh, sure. No, <laughs> I'll let you wrap ex- up. exactly what I wanted to say. Uh, Spike Lee, incredible director, uh, very long career, long, long list of credits, um, but absolutely do the right thing is a must-watch. Malcolm X, also mm-hmm. an incredible and important movie. Um, let's move on to Mr. London. What do you have next? You know, I didn't share already. Um, I kind of went with this um, black LGBTQ theming for the, mm. the movies I picked. So um, I know, Kendall, you love this movie. I love this movie. I wanted to talk about Moonlight. Oh, man. How could you not talk about Moonlight? This is beautiful. So, um, you know, Barry Jenkins directed this. This came out a few years ago, 2016. Mm-hmm. Um you're following this boy, Chiron, um, through different phases of his life. And we have, you know, even the acts of the movie, are they're labeled um, Little, Chiron, and Black. Um, kind of following him from childhood to adulthood. And just dealing with all of the things he deals with. It's it's kind of heartbreaking. It is. And, and it's also beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, there's one moment in particular that, like, uh, you probably know what I'm talking about. It's like his, he's a child and his mom is yelling at him mm-hmm. in a hallway. But it's like the... It's like one of those things that makes you kind of purposely step back and the director reminds you that you're watching a movie. It's like time slows down. This beautiful orchestral music Mm -hmm. is like swelling. And it's just like an experience of like you're in the shoes of little Chiron being yelled. And it's just like this terrible, terrible moment that's actually just also beautiful at the same time. Um, What a film. I mean, that Moonlight is one of those movies that I'm like, that is art. Like Mm -hmm. that is art all the way beautiful movie you feel bad that he, he's having a hard life all the way through he i think he turns out okay yeah yeah and it just, and it's you know it's it's hopeful in some ways mm-hmm. the way it ends but it's i mean it deals with so many complex issues mm-hmm. and it's great and even the title itself is referential of the struggles that chiron goes through mm-hmm. um with identity oh man that whole film is about identity you yeah. know um so i think moonlight's a great choice yeah, so all I can say, if you haven't seen Moonlight, you need to go see that. You need to so, see it, and that one is streaming as well. Yes, so don't we worry. have that on Hoopla, Canopy, and um, ample copies on DVD. Yes, so. Moon- Moonlight is a movie I will always return mm-hmm. to. It's a great choice, excellent Absolutely. choice. Um, my next choice is the ever-popular Jordan Peele's Get Out. And you both have seen this, correct? Oh, this, yeah. This that is another one of those movies that it's like uh, <laughs> pretty much everybody's seen. <laughs> but it's different, though. It's a horror film. I feel like you don't normally go to horror film for Black History Month, but this no. was a big deal. Um, this was also nominated for Best Picture the year it came out, and there's a lot of people that wanted Jordan Peele to win for it. Um, it's, yeah. I mean, how would you... The film is a horror film that revolves around race, but in and of itself, it's so genre breaking for the people behind the camera and in front of the camera too. Um, do you guys? Do, and actually, this is an interesting question. Do you guys see this as a horror film or do you see it as a thriller film? I'm reluctant to say horror. Yeah, but. yeah. And you run into that every now and again. Some people are, and not saying this is you, but some people are like, if there's no monsters, it's not a horror film. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah, I mean, the the minutia of. Uh, subgenres is what it is it's horror adjacent <laughs> yeah sure so but it it is such a th- there are definitely some like parts that's like you know metaphysical and all this stuff and but yeah. really it, it's really pretty down to earth though in a lot of I ways i mean i too. guess you could you could consider it body horror because of like the the brain stuff and yeah but but even all that stuff aside the film is still pretty based in reality i yeah. would say yeah it's mostly feasible <laughs> yeah it's a very interesting just 
satire, I guess, in a way to yeah. approach. It's Catherine Keener in that, right? I, is that her name? Yes, I believe so. She's fantastic in that. She is. Um, playing a darker character than you might normally see her. She is. I, I, really, everybody in that film is mm-hmm. great. Um, I cannot recommend Get Out enough. Especially, it's a good film to watch for Halloween, but it's a good it's a good film to watch anytime. Mm-hmm. So that is my choice. And Ben, you are up next. All right. So last up, I have Hidden Figures. I love Hidden Figures. Just such a lovely movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, just another... Uh, like Black Klansman, uh, based in reality, uh, about the mathematicians who helped NASA in the early years of the U.S. space program. Um, I love all the actresses in this movie. Um, I think that's the biggest selling point is between Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monet. Like, you have so many charming, great women leading this movie. Have you guys both seen it? I have. I have yeah. not. You have not. I have not. It, it. There's something about it, and just like the historical like significance of this event, I think also like just makes you have a much greater appreciation for the story. Mm-hmm. Well, what I mean, what an inspiring story in and of itself for anyone, mm-hmm. you know, let alone for women and women of color. Um, I mean, it's they. For for because uh, obviously I haven't seen it. I'm relatively familiar, but like, what is the basic like synopsis? Like, they they help the was it the moon landing? Yes, yes. So so they they are mathematicians who are were basically working in like kind of menial roles, and then uh, one of them is able to kind of break through the ceiling just because she is so good at what she does, um, and then that kind of leads to a domino effect of more change happening and even though they're clearly brilliant women um they're still fighting for equal treatment yeah um, at nasa yeah Mm -hmm. and this this was based in the 60s i believe sure if it would be the moon landing yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. great choice yeah Yeah. excellent choice well i that is definitely something that's been on my watch list um i i have an an acting crush on octavia spencer she's great i love her (laughs) She is She's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Hidden figures. All right. Good choice. All right. And last but not least. Am I last? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel special. Well, yeah. I, so I've got my last pick here. Um, probably no, not a lot of people have seen this. It's called Rafiki. I have not seen Rafiki. I saw this on your list and I was like, I don't, I have no idea what this is. This is a Kenyan movie. Um, oh. This is from 2018. Um, this is kind of the story about these two young women. And this is set in Nairobi. Um, so these two young women, Kina and Ziki. Um, kind of have this this budding romance, and it's very beautiful and sweet, except they're in a place where homosexuality is illegal. Um, you can go to jail. All their, you know, the people around them are not for what is happening. And, it, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking in that way. But mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful movie. Um, something we do carry on Hoopla and Canopy and oh, DVD. Great. So That's great. It's worth checking out. How did you, just out of curiosity, how did you come about this? Was this something that you were seeking out, I guess, that you had heard about? Or was it something that you saw streaming one day? And You know, we had... We had planned some movie screenings um, prior to the pandemic, uh-huh. and this was something that was on our radar. Oh, gotcha. So it just it hasn't happened yet. Excellent choice, yeah. But Hopefully soon. Hopefully yes. soon. Stay tuned. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much, both of you joining me today. Um, this was something we wanted to put out. Uh, you know, of course, this past week's been a little crazy with weather and whatnot here in Oklahoma, uh, but we wanted to meet and put out something. Uh, we talk about films and how can we not talk about Black History Month through film, so... 
Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts, anything that you wanted to add to this special episode? Again, this is something that's kind of laid back and we just kind of decided we'd go into it with some bare notes and really just talk about what we like. Um, the only thing I'd want to mention is, uh, get in touch if there's anything important that you think we missed and that you want us to mention on the pod. Uh, the, you can reach out to us through email at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. And if there's a movie your library does not carry, let us know. We can do our best to order it. That's true. You're the guy to talk to. Important, important. Let us know. (laughs) Well, thank you guys again so much uh, for this special episode of 5-Minute Film Finder. Uh, We look forward to future episodes and hope that you will join us. Mm -hmm.